from deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Von Warnke, back with you, Texas Outdoor Nation folks, for another podcast. And I'm so excited to have the opportunity to bring this to you, whether you are streaming this online or whether you are downloading this to your mobile device, however you're listening. Thank you so much for doing so. You know I love all of you guys, every single one of you that listens. I really appreciate you guys. Please spread the word, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, If you're listening on YouTube, leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify or um, iHeartRadio or Stitcher or iTunes, please leave a review that way too. That would help us spread the word of the Texas Outdoor Nation and get out the word even more on our podcast show. So anyway, really looking forward to this episode. This is another one live from the NRA show. It's Saturday night when I'm recording this. And I just recorded two interviews today, one kind of a long one and one kind of a short one to bring to you in an episode uh, straight here from the NRA show floor. And uh, I'm back at my hotel room right now recording this. But uh, the, the actual recordings that I got are actually from the NRA show floor and press room. And so I kind of got a live on location feel today, which is kind of cool. Instead of just listening to me talk about all kinds of the different companies that I encountered. So... I also wanted to mention before I get into everything, one company that I forgot to mention last week, and that's Silence, not last week, last episode, and that's Silence of Shop. Uh, they were there. They had tons of different suppressors. They're one of our big supporters online for um, for digital, especially for newsletter, banner ads, and, um, and uh, the podcast actually sponsoring uh, the podcast. And uh, I'm just really excited to have them on board. They had a fantastic booth, bigger and better than last year. I mean, just huge. And uh, great place to get your trust, great place to get your uh, silencers through uh, to your class three paperwork, all that other stuff. They simplify, they're fantastic, and I'll be plugging them again in a future podcast since they're going to sponsor a future podcast, and I'm really excited about that. So anyway, moving right along, I've got first interview today with Jay Duncan from Crossman Air Guns, and uh, we did this podcast kind of as an impromptu thing. We just kind of planned it a little bit in advance, and... Um, I think you really like what we have to share with you. This is really cool about Texas and air guns and what's legal now or what's going to be legal later this year in September when the state's fiscal year flips over. Um, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have big bore air guns legal for uh, harvesting deer and um, obviously wild hogs and exotics and everything like that. But you can harvest native game now. The laws have uh, have changed to uh, to allow air bows and um, and big bore guns. 30 caliber and up to uh, to harvest um, native game. So I'm really excited about that. So here's my interview with Mr. Jay Duncan. I want to thank him again for having the opportunity to sit with me and chat for a little bit about air guns in Texas and uh, all of the Crossman lineup of, uh, of air guns. So this will be a fun one. Here we go. Mr. Jay Duncan, welcome to the Best of the Outdoors podcast, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me, Dustin. It's a real pleasure to be here, man, spending some time with you and, and your listeners. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, let's talk real quick about the Texas air gun laws, which changed this year, will go into effect in September. That's right. Uh, I know Crossman's been part of that legislation or as part of that push for that legislation, correct? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, as you mentioned, Texas Wildlife and Parks Division recently changed the regulation to allow uh, the take of big game with big bore air guns. That starts on September 1st right. uh, of 2018. So the, ne- the upcoming change to the next set of regulations will include big bore air guns. Um, Crossman had been lobbying for this for a long time. 
uh, and finally got the uh, commission to, to heed our um, advocacy for air guns as, as ethical take of game, and, sure. and we've got the law changed. Uh, and, and as you know, man, uh, air guns are very effective tools for, yes. for taking uh, small game and large game. So. Right. A lot of fun. The other thing that changed, and this I think just went to effect, is the Pioneer Airbow. Being, yes. Uh, that's the other thing that passed as well, right? Correct. Being so the legal. way, yeah, the way that the regulatory change is written uh-huh. is that it's it doesn't matter if the projectile is a bullet or oh, an arrow. An arrow. Or, okay. So it's a three three thirty caliber or larger projectile. And that right. projectile could be a crossbow bolt. Or okay propelled by air so I see so it's uh but so it does encompass the airbow yeah so it covers the airbow correct as, along with it that's yes, really sir. cool yeah uh, what's new in big bore for you guys this year so we haven't come out with any new big bore air guns and it's kind of been a strategic play for, for crossman uh, sure crossman had the benjamin rogue a few years ago yes, I remember we that discontinued one. the rogue and we came out with the bulldog uh, the big bore air gun market we're trying to really understand how much appetite there is for consumers in, sure. in big bore air guns uh, but it was kind of a, a two-step play for us first thing we wanted to do is have more advocacy and allowances for sure. big bore air big bore air guns yeah. for hunting right because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, to go out and build uh, all this new product to go target shoot, right? Sure. Big bore air guns are for shooting game. Right. And so hunting, right. we wanted to be able to uh, to provide the opportunity for hunters to do that before we design the product, right? That's cool. So we wouldn't design cars if there was no roads to drive on, right? <laughs> That's so, a good point. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we spent our time uh, on advocacy and, okay. uh, and lobbying for, for air gun allowances. So. Well, thank you for that, by the way. On behalf of all Texans that can hunt with air guns now, yeah, thank absolutely. you. You know, That's really good. And what we've always been able to do is hogs, obviously, and right. exotics, which we have a whole plethora of in the state of Texas, as you know. And uh, the nice thing about that is it proved to the Texas Parks and Wildlife you know, Commission on this deal that if you can kill a red stag with it, you should be able to kill a white-tailed deer without a problem. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And so. we all know hogs are really tough animals, right? Yes. And, and compared to some deer... Uh, it's 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 kind so the of the stag was a bad example, Jay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with sorry. you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, no, that's good. Uh, what it, as far as the big boy that you guys have, yeah. uh, the bulldog. Yes, sir. Uh, talk a little bit about the caliber and, and, yeah. and that kind All of stuff. Yeah. All right. So the bulldog is a 357 caliber air gun. It's a PCP air gun, and what mm-hmm. PCP means for for your listeners that may may not be real familiar with PCP is precharged pneumatic is what that means, right? And so. Uh, what that means is that the gun has a tank built yes. into the design, right? So you fill the gun with 3,000 psi of air, and right. then that allows you to shoot that gun seven to ten times. And then you fill it up again, right? Right. And and you fill it up with either a scuba tank or a, a portable uh, buddy bottle, is what we call it, which or is a kind carbon of like, fiber kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know the buddy. Yeah, they're like yeah, the they're about quarter the stuff, size right. of a full size scuba tank. And then last year at Shot Show. We introduced a new product called the Benjamin Traveler, right? Really? Yeah. What the Traveler is, it is a portable, high-pressure air compressor, right? So it's it retails for six hundred and fifty bucks. Right. You can plug it into your car battery. You can plug it into your wall, and this allows you to fill your gun on on the go, right? So that's always been a big barrier for entry to PCP air guns. Is sure. Guys, well, I don't want to buy a scuba tank, or I don't have a place to fill it. Right. Now you can buy this this compressor, and sure. you've got all the ability to fill your gun. So, backing up to 
real quick, I want to touch on you. You mentioned what the air, the bulldog is. I want to kind of talk about what the air bow is. Okay, also. yeah, sure. Yeah. I talked about that on last night's podcast. Oh, okay. I, I'd like to get your your take on it. Okay, too. so uh, an air an air bow is a uh, pneumatic arrow gun. It's probably yes. the best way to describe it, right? So uh, the bulldog and the air bow look very similar. Yes, they do. I've yes, noticed they that. share they share the same platform. Right. Uh, yes. It's just instead of propelling a 357 projectile down a barrel, you propel a full length archery arrow. That slides on it kind slides of. It slides on top of a. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call it either. Okay, know. okay, a guide rod, if you will. Yeah, it's like a that. rod. It's a hollow rod. Rod, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the rod, uh, the compressed, pull the trigger, compressed air goes through the hollow rod, propels the arrow downrange. And the cool thing about that is that you actually get, and I've heard this presentation many times as it's come out, you actually get the full push of the arrow as it as it's going out because, and that's why you get to 450 free per second, yeah. which is absolutely amazing. Faster than any crossbow I know yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're you exactly right. You get the full engagement across that uh, across that rod, which is it. incredible, man. I mean, 450 feet per second. <laughs> there's a lot of crossbow manufacturers really pushing the envelope yeah. as to what's possible, but there's nothing at 450 yet, right? I don't think yet, so. Right? I don't think the Scorpid's the, the, the closest one, and I think it's like 430, right. so that's a reverse it, It's line, absolutely hull and butt. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that's Which great. translates into energy. Right, right? energy. That's the play distance yep. right uh, accuracy as far as it longer longer less drop at longer yardages right is yep. that what you're saying yeah too? absolutely yeah, cool. um, so that's great and then the bulldog itself is chambered in what what calibers for uh, only 357 357 okay yep. cool i remember the rogue at one time was uh was chambered in 357 too right when, correct when you all have that see i keep up with your stuff there you go i appreciate <laughs> it man. that's great but um what else is, is interesting between all so the companies? So something on the fun side of, of air guns, right? So we've talked about the serious hunting yes. tools, right? Right. So now let's touch on the fun stuff, right? Because hunting and shooting is supposed to be fun. So yeah. uh, Crossman holds the licensing for uh, the Remington family of brands, right? Which okay. includes DPMS. DPMS is a modern sporting rifle manufacturer. Uh, we've come out with a full auto BB gun branded under DPMS. Uh, it's called the DPMS SBR. Uh, and Trying and, not to show my excitement over here. Yeah, today. man. It's, it brings out the inner 12-year-old <laughs> Yeah, in exactly, and everybody. Yeah. It's, it's just so much fun, man. Anytime you can say full-auto BB gun, like I yes. just get warm inside, and uh -huh. it's just so cool. So uh, what it is is it looks like a modern sport, a modern sporting rifle SBR. Uh, right. It's got like a about a 10.5-inch barrel on it. It's got a collapsible buttstock. Uh, and SBR stands for short barreled rifle, yeah, right? I yeah. just want to clear that up. Yeah, us. yeah. So if you're you're into modern sporting rifles, uh, short barrel rifles, anything less than uh, 14, 14 and a half inches. But uh, so this, because it's not a firearm, it's not regulated under the NFA, right? So we can have full auto, and we can have it as short as you want it, right? So just a lot of fun, man. It's powered by CO2. Yeah. It has uh, it's magazine fed. Uh, BBs load into the magazine, CO2 loads into the magazine. So we're working on packages of guns where you could buy the gun and two or three magazines. Uh -huh. uh, because the great thing about it is, here's how you justify this purchase to your wife, right? Because this is going to be listening. tough, right? <clears throat> you can tell her it's a training tool, right? Honey, right. you know how expensive it is to shoot ammunition out of my, my AR-15. Right. I'm gonna buy this thing as my training tool, right? That's the way you justify it. I love it. it. So the uh, the DPMS SBR uses, like I said, those magazines that the ergonomics of this gun are nearly 
exact to an AR-15, right? So the bolt catch is in the right place, the magazine release is in the right place, the charging handle operates like a normal AR-15 charging handle. Uh -huh. A lot of fun, gives you the same muscle memory uh, of, a, of a regular AR-15, but awesome. at the cost of shooting, you know, BBs. Yeah, <laughs> pennies for a shot compared to, you know, yeah, tens of pennies. Tens of pennies. I, I, yeah. I didn't know a better way to say that, but you just said it better. Tens yeah. of pennies. That's good. So, so. that's uh, that's what we've got coming down the pipe on the fun side. Uh, we talked about the Bulldog. We talked about the Traveler. We, we just talked about the DPMS SBR. We've got uh, a, a new line of brake barrel air guns. So for your listeners that aren't that familiar, uh, there's a couple different types of air guns. We talked about PCP, we talked about CO2, which maybe most people are familiar with. Sure. But a brake barrel air gun, uh, it has a piston inside, and basically you break the action of the gun to, right. to charge the and charge the compressed air to propel the projectile. Mm -hmm. So we've got a, a new line, or kind of refreshing our line of brake barrel air guns. Uh, we, we came out with some technology a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago called SBD. Uh, which is silence barrel design. I thought not it was silence, but deadly. Yeah, oh, that's what geez. your wife calls you when you pass gas, is SPD, right? But uh, so the SPD is silence barrel design, uh, and it's basically an integral or a built-in suppressor on the barrel, so it makes these air guns super, super quiet. Uh -huh. uh, and so we got the vaporizer coming out, the iron hide, the shock wave. These are just really cool, fun brake barrel air guns. And you're looking at price points between 120 and 200 bucks. Wow, and you're looking at you, you, we do them in 177 caliber uh -huh. and uh, and and 22. 22, okay, yep. which are two very easy to find ammunition. You can uh, walk into, but you know, yeah, I mean, you can pellets. walk into any Walmart or Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's or uh, name your favorite retailer, and you can go find Crossman pellets at it. Right. Yeah, that's true. I've got some Crossman uh, BBs at, at my yeah. at my house. As a matter of fact, that are Crossman brand. So one of the things that Crossman does exceptionally well is we make our our, our pellet and BBs very very affordable, and we have excellent distribution. So you can find them just about anywhere. Place, I mean, everywhere from a tractor supply store to sure. Sure, you could probably find them in some bigger convenience stores, right? Yeah. So it's it's huge distribution of our ammunition. That's, awesome. that's great. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. So brake barrels, guns. Uh, we talked about the other stuff already, yeah. so a lot, a lot of new stuff coming, so it's Good. exciting. Good deal. Well, thanks a lot for joining me, and I really appreciate it, and I know you you are uh, uh, headed out, but uh, this has been a great show, don't you think? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I agree. So Texas, busy. <laughs> yeah, Texas seems to be a great state for hosting the NRA. There's a right. lot of like-minded people here in the state of Texas that... Uh, that love and are passionate about their Second Amendment rights. I'd like to say we're fiercely independent. There you go. Does that, does that, yeah, you I know, can, I can dig you're from that. Georgia, right? I am, yeah. Okay. So it's just one of those things where I kind of think that we we don't consider ourselves our own state. We're like our own nation. Here, yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's why I call this podcast part of the Voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. So anyway. But, I love it. Um, this is great. But thanks so much again for joining us. No I really problem. I really it. enjoyed it. And uh, have fun and be safe. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So, and there he goes, Mr. Jay Duncan from Crossman Corporation. Fantastic line of air guns. Benjamin Marauder is one of the first air guns I ever owned. And uh, that's a fantastic air gun for its 25 caliber, this particular one is. And um, I've, I've owned it for many years, love shooting it. Uh, let my dad shoot it to squirrels and that kind of stuff in his, uh, in his property in Oklahoma with that gun. And he just has a blast with it too. So I can't say enough about uh, great air guns from Crossman. Um, as, as Jay mentioned, there's a lot of different things that are changing in the world of air guns. We 
wonder why air guns are such a popular topic at fishgame.com and I think the best reason is because it's new and it's emerging and it's something that you don't see everywhere and see all the time and I'm really excited about having a relationship with Crossman in the future and hopefully bringing more air gun content to you about uh, educating you and inspiring you to go out and have the best of the outdoors with air guns man I love air guns so it's definitely uh, a, a variation to shooting without uh, powder you know uh, powder burners as we call them and uh and air gun speak um but uh, there's just fantastic stuff going on there so that's great want to switch gears here real quick for uh the next podcast that i recorded and that is with mike moody and tina jones uh fantastic friends of mine have been friends dear friends of mine for years now and um we do a little bit more of an extended podcast recording on this particular subject because we're talking about um, getting started in firearms and you know I've talked about that in the CZ USA podcast we did not long ago uh, last week as a matter of fact compared to when this is what running um, with my talks with Dustin Ellerman but basically um, getting women involved in the shooting sports for self-defense for target practice for all kinds of different things like that is something I'm really passionate about and I think you know having the information to that Tina gives and might give on shooting and hunting and just getting started with things like that um, are just fantastic ideas. They're they're great ideas to to share with the with the people in your life that may not understand firearms. We talk a little bit about politics. We talk a little bit about um, you know some of the stuff around the NRA and and the NRA show, but uh, kind of trends and stuff like that too. So this is a good show. I think you're really going to enjoy this. So this is Mike Moody and um, Tina Jones from the Dallas, Texas area, and dear friends of mine that I sat down with here at the NRA show in the press room. Hope you enjoy it. Mike Moody, Tina Jones, welcome to the Best of the Outdoors podcast. How are y'all doing? Great. Thank you very much for having us. So we're in Dallas, Texas for this weekend, and you guys, it's a little noisy here because we're in kind of a a meeting room, but... um, you guys are, are, are experiencing the show in Dallas for the first time in a while. Tell, tell me your uh, your thoughts on everything. Well, first we're at the NRA annual meeting yes. here in Dallas and uh, having a great time and seeing all the stuff and meeting new people. And This is my first NRA convention. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes, I've, I've done a few others, but this is my first NRA convention, and uh, it, I think it's great. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, so we've still got a little bit of space to yes. go. A few, yeah, more square feet to cover. 15 acres. Yeah. It's a lot to cover in three days. Yes, and I've only got about one and a half days right. to experience it. <laughs> That's so. right. What are some of the themes that you guys see at this show as far as trends and that kind of stuff in the industry? Uh, one thing that I am seeing is a lot of the, uh, of course, the newer firearms that are coming out right. and um, sights and... Uh, uh, a lot of uh, safety, different types of safety, and women in the industry, sure. and uh, weapons that, uh, firearms that are made for women, sure. and uh, it seems to be that that's the, the trend, is the manufacturers are focusing finally on women, and yes. women with firearms, and being interested in it as a sport, right. and as a safety measure. Sure. And, and the manufacturers are now taking it serious, not just taking a full-size gun that was normally for men, and just making it pink and, and maybe right. scaling down in size a little bit. Now they're actually 
designing guns for women. For a woman's hand, for, for a woman's, woman's right. body, so on and so forth. Okay, that's good. That's exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina, one of your specialties that you've gotten into, and I've um, I've helped I've I've helped encourage you through the journey of becoming yes, a, a, a right to carry instructor. Is that the way I say yes. it? Yes. Okay, very good. Tell us a little bit about that and what you what your goal is with that with that uh, with that thing. My goal uh, actually is to um, have women that are either afraid of guns, afraid of uh, owning a gun or firing them, but yet they want to, sure. and uh, helping them uh, succeed in their goals. And there are some great programs out there, especially one that the NRA, the Winchester NRA Marksmanship Program, right. is usually what I like to start with because it starts from the very, very basics okay. and the fundamentals and safety and uh you know, takes them right up through their first shooting adventure mm-hmm. and uh, so on, and uh, also in their purchasing of their first firearm right. and so that they learn exactly what they like, right. what they need, and what fits for them. What they need to look for, in other words. You guide them in, in, in evaluating those things, in other words, right? Right, okay. and to, from, you know, semi-auto to revolver to what caliber, and what they actually want a firearm for. Do they want it for protection in the home, to carry, all those things. Okay, that's good. And what is your your slogan that you use on your business card? Uh, you can tell us. I don't want to butcher it. So fun, not fear. Fun, not fear. Fun, I, not that's, fear. That's I, on the way here. I was thinking, what a great message to have of hope and inspiration. And what I talk about with the outdoor lifestyle is teaching women and teaching kids. And we talked about this with the CZ podcast that I did a couple of shows ago. Um, you know, easy, scalable wins with shooting. Absolutely. It's so important for kids. It's so important for women that are just starting out, uh, you know, for sure. Right, right. And the safety measures. And women, even if they don't necessarily want to shoot, they uh, still should know the safety of it. And sure. that's one thing that I speak to church groups about, especially when they have boys. They come home from school. They all drop their backpacks in the hallway or something. You could easily uh, come across maybe a, uh, a gun, a firearm, something that... You know, one of the kids is carrying with them. You need to know that if it is entering your home and it's always safe for you to know how to disarm that firearm and what to do and not panic, not freak out, but, you know, you might want to alert the parent as well. And, uh, you know, there's... The, well, knowledge is everything. So even knowledge is power, right? I right. know it's a little so bit of cliche, right. but there you so go. <laughs> even, even because I talk to a lot of, especially new moms. Oh, no guns in the house, no guns in the house. I right. said, well, I, I respect that, but if you don't know anything about guns, how are you going to teach your, your kids, right. you know, about gun safety or anything? So you need to let, you know the basics, at least the gun safety and right. how Which, to, like, that used how to, to be me. That right. used to be me. I've only been shooting and been around farms for the past four years myself. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. And you've come a long way, Tina. I've come a very long way. I used to believe uh, that if you had a gun in the house, then the uh, the ammunition should be in the garage or completely separate. Separate, right. Right. Like yeah. they do Where it would do you no good. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, right. yes, I've come a long way. Oh, that's great. So you're an NRA certified pistol instructor. 
Uh, Texas DPS certified CHL LTC, licensed to carry instructor, refused to be a victim certified instructor, yes. and an NRA certified range safety officer. Is that yes. all right? Okay, yes. I'm looking at your business card here. Yes. So that's pretty impressive, Tina. Well, it's, Tina's going to cat me. Tina's going to cat me. It right, started with uh, one thing, and I uh, joined a women's shooting league, and they took me through this. Uh, the NRA's marksmanship program from the very beginning. Wow. I went through all that myself, and uh, I tell you, I uh, I got the fever, and yeah. uh, I learned how much fun it was, and yeah. it is so much fun, especially shooting with other women. Yes. And uh, then we have a, uh, a jacket that we wear that we put our pins and badges sure. and different yeah. things on, Patches and right. that's how I started uh, actually teaching was uh, I would be approached by women in the grocery store, Walmart or wherever I was, and two different types of women would be approaching me. It would either be fellow competitors or shooters asking me, you know, what ranges that I shoot at, and we're always sharing information on what is the best range and what range has different things to shoot at and Uh competitions. And then there would also be women that you could tell they were looking for help. Maybe they were afraid, they were in a bad relationship, or they just wanted to learn. So, uh, That's great. Yes, it's very, it, yeah, and it's empowering to be able to help these women as well. just going to say is empowering for <laughs> yes. women. I was just about to say that, and you just, boom, awesome. Yes. We think so alike on some of this yes. stuff. Don't we, though? You know, it's just interesting to see, and this is obviously a right form to talk about this, the way that the media, and I'm not going to make any political statements, but the way that the media kind of, you know, makes guns look evil of any kind, you know, they, every time you see a silhouette of a gun in a in a news report, it's an AK-47, you know, it's a right. menacing gun, and, and right. it's not about, we hardly hear about the lives that guns save versus the lives that guns take, um, and so I think that's, I mean, I, this is a great, you know, place where you can meet like-minded people here at the NRA convention, but it's, it's one of those things that I think that more education empowers more people for the right with the truth, if you will. Absolutely. And anyone who is considering carrying a firearm or owning a firearm absolutely needs the training to go with yes. it. Yes. And that's one thing that I push very much in my LTC classes and women that I shoot with at any time is that you've got to always train go to the firing range, uh, stay familiar with that gun because you need to always be comfortable. If you're going to carry, you need to be comfortable if you have to use that weapon. And you also need to know the law and you need to understand force versus deadly force. Well, one other program that I think is really beneficial to everybody, men and women, but especially women, is the refuse to be a victim class that she teaches. That's another NRA class. Oh, cool. And, uh, that doesn't push uh, the use of firearms. It's just uh, safety everywhere, situational awareness. Situational awareness. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah. and yes. just things how to keep you safe in your home, when you're out and about, with your, in your car, in the theater, in car, you know, where, wherever everywhere. you are. Yes, and that's just, a very, very good program that really um, hasn't gotten a lot of traction yeah. at least for me and uh, I usually teach that class for free uh, wow. my church different churches because it is so very very important and it hits right at the heart for me sure. because it gives so much information 
there is more information just in their guidebook that you get in the class, the right. student handbook, than I can possibly cover in the three-hour class. And even even men that, that have come with their wives or girlfriends or something that you know may have some training, military training or background or something, right. they even walk away with it. Wow. I didn't really think I learned something. I learned something. So everybody, no matter where your level is, as far as, you know, skill and stuff, they still learn. Okay. And um, and it's it's not always something like major, so little things that you think, ah, I didn't think about that. Ah, wow, that was was pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of the home safety measures are things that women can do themselves. I go to Home Depot, I purchase lighting and locks and different things, and that's one of the things that I teach women. There's a lot of, uh, you know, moms that are single moms. Right. And uh, there's simple things that they didn't think about, you know, the windows and doors and lighting. Sure. So the main goal there is situational awareness and prevention. Is that right? Absolutely. So you don't have to use deadly force. Absolutely. Stay stay ahead of the threat. Right. Do not be a victim of opportunity. Don't let, exactly. That's 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 a perfect way to put it, yeah. That's good. And we... We've kind of found that, that there refuse to be a victim, even though it's not a firearm class. Firearms usually get brought up by one of the people right. in the steel. But it's also kind of a bridge or a stepping stone gateway to firearms. Okay. Because it piques the interest in women. Because not everyone wants a firearm, and not everyone needs to have a firearm. We all sure. know people that we know that they really shouldn't have one. Yes. But, but they need to be aware of Especially the women else. that are afraid. They're not really, they think they're afraid of what firearms or guns, but they're just, the fear is the unknown. Right. Because my specialty is taking women that are just petrified of firearms. Right. And in about 30 minutes, I can have them like, you can just see the light go off and you're like, wow. We had one one girl at the range that literally was standing in the bay, holding a gun, pointing at the target. She was there to learn with tears streaming down her face. She was scared. Yes. She was terrified, but she knew she needed to... To learn, to learn how to use yeah. this firearm. And I, I spent about 10, 15 minutes with her, and um, then she did, you know, she improved, but then she was there the next week, 100% different than the way she was. He gave her a few before. tips wow. and things her for her things to, to, do to do at home. And so the. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, this is one of my pet peeves, and you see it on YouTube and internet and different places. Sure. I have, I have one men, of these in my own. <laughs> I'm listening. Boyfriends, husbands, you know, whatever. They take their girlfriends, you know, and put like a magnum in their hands or you know, right. something overpowered. Forty and caliber. It, and it, it scares them. It, it knocks them back. It, you know, and they, then they it, they just shuts them down too. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm afraid. You know, and that just does such an injustice to to the firearm industry. Sure. And you know, we start everybody out with 22s. Yeah. And usually with a 22 rifle because there's like zero recoil. Right. And then they go ah. So once they understand that it's not going to turn around and get them, bite them, or you know whatever do them harm then they, they they get beyond that first little step of fear and think hey, that's i can do this right and then once they start I, i've been teaching women how to shoot for over 40 years and you give them a target and they can not only hit the paper but hit the bullseye with a 22 wow. that doesn't frighten them when sure. it goes off it it makes such a difference and then oh sure they get the fever too usually yeah. Well, and like you said, the empowerment it gives because now, you know, if she's five foot two, three, you know, 100, 110 pounds, little, petite little woman, 
Yeah. You just, know? just knowing now, that they can is the empowerment. Now they're not afraid to walk around and you know once they train and, and get the you know their weapon and stuff, they're they're empowered. That you know makes them equal. Right. Whether you know? it be self defense or you know John Wick confidence. with a pencil or sure. being able to carry a, a firearm of any caliber. Right. It is empowering, and that's the goal. No, I'm with you. Because yeah, I remember the first time I shot a pistol, and I was like, "My goodness, this thing's gonna explode in my head." I mean, you don't you don't know what to what to think of it sometimes. But I mean, I had great coaches, you know, great teachers that were around me, and, and like you guys are. And uh, what's your pet peeve, Tina? Or did you already say it? Well, my pet peeve is women that come to me that are afraid because someone put a large, too large of a right. caliber gun in their hand. So y'all both have the same pet peeve. <laughs> well, yes. she, it actually yes. happened to Tina. It happened to me. So really? that's why, yes, I went to learn. I went and found an instructor at a local gun range. Right. Famous or well-known. Yeah. And uh, they put a large caliber gun in my hand. Scared 45 AC. Oh, wow. That's scared. Right, and I was with a girlfriend. Fortunately, we were recording it because it was our first experience and uh, it really wasn't funny and my girlfriend I've gotten her to the range with me once since she doesn't want to have anything to do, to with, do with any, any of, of it again oh I, was, I was determined because right. I have a real hard time quitting anything yeah. so uh, I was determined and then I went and I found an excellent instructor who made it so much fun I forgot that my whole purpose was to get my license to carry right. Right. And uh, it's and that's what I want to do for other women. I want them to get that that same feeling, and feeling of empowerment, and that they are in control of their own safety. In, in fact, she's got a pretty good story. She started out with the mindset: you only need one gun, and like I said, you know, just just for protection, just having a right, home. right, and just then, one gun. So just one gun. That's all anybody ever needs. <laughs> that's in fact, right. nobody needs one of those. Ugly yes. black guns. Yes, and, I actually yeah. said that no one needs one of those big black AK looking <laughs> Evil things. assault rifles, yeah. That's oh my right, gosh. that's right. I've got yeah, one, now I'm looking for my second. There you and, go. But I, I got her to go to a, a, a clinic uh -huh. that the Divas put on, uh, DivaWild.org. DivaWild.org. And uh -huh. uh, so they, they go and sign up for all these different things. It's one Saturday in May, uh, March and uh, one weekday. And they can shoot uh, all 22s or shotguns. They sure. Pistols, rifles, uh, AR-22s. Right. And so I, I donate the ghost targets for that. And so Tina went, and her favorite thing to shoot out of the whole day was the 22 AR. <laughs> Which I... And it that one day... Changed her whole perspective, and that's what led her to the path of where she's at now. Right, which are cheap to day. shoot, you know. I well, mean, I mean, not just that, but I mean that whole experience, experience was beneficial. Right, okay. when no. I had the opinion, when I walked we in, we don't need those disgusting we don't need black those. rifles. Nobody need those exactly. So that's why when I hear people say things like that, it's just misinformation. Exactly. I mean, it's just errors in judgment. I mean, it's yes. just you don't know what you don't know. You right. know, I mean, and that's true. And I didn't, and now I understand. Right. And most of the people that have that, a lot of that, that mindset or that attitude have either never been around firearms, never had one, never shot one. So, you know, if you've never had a car, you could, you know, and you always rode a bicycle, then, you know, why do we need those polluting cars and right. killing people and this and that? It's the same thing. You know, once they experience it, then, then they understand. Right. It's not about, you know, this is just a death machine. This is something yeah. that's... Right. You know, fun to shoot, it's fun to have, it's and fun to hunt with. Especially women and with everything that's going on today and the school shootings and that sort of thing. And yeah. It's not really the guns, it's um, 
a, a learning process and understanding that uh, knowledge is power. Is power, yeah. No, I agree with that. And that's the thing that the media does, especially with uh, you know with, with the, the 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 recent things with the the um, mass shooters. You know, it's. It's it's so much more a problem than just guns, you know. Right. I mean, and that's the thing that I try not to get political on the show, and I said that two episodes ago. And you know, NRA is definitely a political organization, but it's one of those things where um, if you look at the real problem, it begins and stems from not necessarily guns being the problem, mm-hmm. but family and you know other issues. Right. Like, you know, so many other issues. So many other issues, and so I mean, I try my best to educate, which most of the people listening to the show are we're on the same page together but you know it's one of those things where I try to bring for the um, you know the the common knowledge that guns do not just you know go randomly around shooting people it's it's a person that pulls that trigger and but again the media makes it sound like you know all guns are evil and you should never shoot one and that that draws more people away from the sport well, right, I mean, exactly. yesterday I listened to the president speak here at the convention right, right. and he brought up the fact you know if we're going to ban guns because they kill people then are used in you know mass shootings or right. you know used in terrorist type of situations then we're going to have to ban cars and vans right. and, and they cause death trucks mm-hmm. yep. right. I mean they're renting them and, and going out and mowing down knives. people right. so I mean there's evil's going to find a way right you know, we, we can't legislate evil. That's where I'm going with this. Right. Is evil will always find a way. Always whether, find a way. And again, look how well it's working in England and in Australia yeah. and places like that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean not, they're, they're macheting and, and stabbing people yeah. in London. So yeah. So, but with, back to Tina's Gun Academy, uh, we do more than just Tina take women that you know beginners. So if you're a beginner and you're afraid of guns, Tina can help you. Uh, all the way up to if you want to be, you know, competitive shooting. Uh, sure, that's right. John McNally's on staff. Yep, he's a McNally five-time. Triggers. He's a mm-hmm. five McNally triggers. He's a five-time Olympian in pistol shooting. Uh-huh. Ex Army Ranger. Right. He and can teach you, you know, how to do competitive shooting or, you know, be a uh, a gunslinger, you know, type of thing. <laughs> cool. You know, you know, fast draw and, sure, and, sure. and, and right. shoot. And so a lot of the if, girlfriends now were into. Uh, Shooting steel and metal, things that go ping. Yeah. And uh, so now we've started. And shoot uh, fast. Different, yes. And we started attending different matches. And right. uh, so John is helping to uh, educate some of the girls to be bigger, better, faster and draw from the holster. Some of the competitive stuff. Exactly. Right. So we, we and we're competing with the big boys. Right. Exactly. When women are competing with the big boys. We have to really step up, and right. we actually do. We shoot like a girl, and we're proud of it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Woman right. power. And you're one of the few women that I've had on the podcast. I need to change that because y'all bring such a fresh air to the table. You know, such a such a breath of fresh air of, of um, you know, of guns are for everyone. I mean, almost everyone. But, I mean, guns aren't anything to be feared, and, you know, there's a lot of fun you can have. You know? Right, absolutely. It's just uh, learning. Right, and, just education. And uh, knowing right. the basics and the fundamentals, and uh, that's why I say we're very grateful for the NRA. I would not be where I am today without the without NRA's the NRA. programs, wow. and especially that marksmanship program with the basics and fundamentals of shooting and safety and all of the uh, the things that they offer you just it's awesome it's an excellent uh, program and I can't say enough about it it, ta- it has taught me so much and that's what we teach others also and it just gives the basics 
and within six weeks, which is usually what our leagues, uh, we do six weeks at a time, then we're off for two and six weeks on. And within six weeks, we have got the girls uh, up to ramped up to where uh, they're very comfortable and ready to decide which gun they want to purchase sure. or they have already. So. Well, and, and then we also make it fun. Sure. You know, but, I mean, you know, firearms are serious, and you got to take them, you know, respect them and have all Absolutely. the gun safety. There's no whoops in yeah. gun safety. <laughs> but, but, right. But then yes. Good one. We can still have fun doing it. You know, we, like we do bonus targets, like the ghost targets or every, balloons. Every or, week, yes. Uh, stuff, fun stuff like gallery-type shooting. And, right. So I think that's one thing that the industry is kind of lacking is we've got away from just shooting for fun. Yeah, we talked about that off off uh, off, off, off yeah. microphone the other day, yesterday, and you know one of the your inventions is ghost targets, which are the best way I can explain them is they're little bitty marshmallow sized clay pigeons. Is that is that close? Yeah, they're like clay pigeons for pistols, for pistols and rifles. That's and right. And when I put those up for the league uh, for the girls to shoot, I make that one of the challenges. Yes. Tell you what, they their eyes light up and they are so excited oh, sure. to get to shoot those and. Yep. Some of the girls that they can't hit the dot on a target that will get them an extra 20 points, they can hit that little marshmallow at 15 feet out. Right. And, and it just goes. It basically just Exactly, explodes. and it explodes yeah. with this white ghost. That's why we call it a ghost target. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fantastic and they are name, so Michael. <laughs> I, I was at one of the clinics that I was talking about earlier, and, and um, on the rifle, 22 rifles, and it's about. 10, 15 yards away. Okay. And so they shoot at a paper target, and then I have uh, ghost targets up there also. So mm-hmm. after they kind of get zeroed in with the um, paper, then the instructor uh, has them go shoot the ghost targets. <laughs> so this one girl was shooting a 1022, and she get, they get like 20 rounds to shoot. The first 10 rounds, she couldn't hit hardly anything on paper. And so uh, Marietta, the instructor, said, try, the, try those little white things up there. And she went nine out of ten. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, 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 and so I've got a you know a shirt with a logo on it. And so the girl came in a baseball cap, and the the girl came up to me and said, uh, started talking to me about those, and said, why why could I hit those and I couldn't do the paper? Right. And I said, well, because there's really a science behind it. You know, if you if you have a piece of paper where you hit, you know, see where your rounds are. That's static. It's right. Static. But you see the rounds hit it. Subconsciously, your brain, even if you don't hit the bullseye, if you hit anywhere on paper, your brain says hit. Yep. So you don't concentrate near as much. On that focal on that, point. On that on focal the, point. Right, right. So my, my targets are independent. They hang by themselves. So basically, you're taking the bullseye out and putting it out by itself. Right, independently. And so right. indi- so automatically, you have to focus and concentrate more because that's all there is. And, and if you think you're a good shot, you got right. another thing coming to you because those will school you. But then... When you do hit one, it's visual and it's instant, so you see it, and right. so the endorphins release it. in your brain, and now your brain works for you. It says, "Ooh, let's chase that fun let's feeling do again. One. Yeah. Let's do another one." And so they really they concentrate, and so you know that's the science behind those targets that make you a better shot, but better marksman. But most people think it's just fun to shoot. You know, they, right. don't, they don't understand the, the science part or even know about it. That makes a lot of sense. I've never had you explain that to me before, so yeah. that's really cool. And I've seen it in action, literally, right. with so the girls you, at league. If a gun is zeroed in, you know, then you, you go from paper or whatever, something big to just one of my targets, you will 
most of the time hit the target, you know, after the first two or three tries, and then you get really focused and boom, boom, boom. Sure. So. Right. And I've even seen a couple of girls that they barely hit the paper, but I put a string of ghost targets out there and pow. And they, they would they hit that ghost down, target. Yeah. Yes. It's just a different mindset versus a, a paper stationary target versus something that's <laughs> hanging there that you shoot. And Well, back in the Civil War, the... They didn't have like uh, optics, you know. They had, they had a brass tube right. on top of a rifle. They didn't have any glass in it. It's just basically a long tube. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it, it's like tunnel vision. So you're, you know, they would still be more accurate than just open sights. Sure. So ghost targets kind of the same way. You get tunnel vision down for this one little target and concentrate. And you so, focus on that. And then you, it's reward. You know, as soon as you right. hit it, boom, reward. Yeah, your reward is that it. That yeah. This right. Yeah. And, and then they realize that. They yeah, were focusing on so much on that, and then they realized how much fun it was, and <laughs> fear, hooked. fear is gone. Fear is That's gone, great. and they're like, oh, that didn't hurt me or anyone else, and that was fun. So that's that's the goal. That so, is the goal. So yesterday, Mike tells me a story of how you got hooked on shooting with grasshoppers and the blades Hunt, of grass. On hunting. On hunting. I'm sorry. Hunting. Forgive yes. me. Not just shooting. That's hunting. right. I, <laughs> I still like shooting paper. I really did not care to be a hunter. But back in those days when those evil black guns, that mindset. Yeah. Same thing. I'm not hunting. I'm not going to go hunting. Right. That's right. That's right. So. That's right. I, I think I was in a little bit of a uh, cranky mood one afternoon. Uh-huh. And uh, he had disappeared. So I went looking for him and he was uh, outside the house and he had this little rifle and uh, kind of doing the Chuck Connors thing. Yep. And um, yeah. Yes. And so I go out and I'm like, what are you doing? Sent him shoot my BB gun. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what a child. And then I watched him fire off a few more BBs and I'm like, hmm, let me see that. So I did. And then he said, there's a few grasshoppers around over here on the Johnson grass. So I walked around to the front and I'm like, huh. And I don't really like grasshoppers or <laughs> crawly bugs <laughs> that get on there. They get on you in, in my yeah, hair and they yeah, stay. I'm with you. So, yeah. So I uh, shot a few grasshoppers with the BB gun. And by the time I got around to the side of the house, I was definitely hooked on that. Wow. I said, so oh, my goodness. Afternoon we, she goes, I said, what is this? He <laughs> said, it's the Daisy Red Rider from the movie that you love. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, they must be expensive. He said, no, I think they're at Walmart for about 20 bucks. I'm like, no way. I've got to go to Walmart. i so got to get me one we, of these. We had to go right then. That's so she, right. That's so right. she went to Walmart, twenty four ninety five. Yes. She bought 6,000 rounds. Six, you know, yeah. Yeah. Saw this stuff and came back. Yes. And she just wore out grasshoppers uh, and cans filled with water. Yes. And, and now that's yeah. my... Um, you know, if I've had a bad day or it's something, release. it's my release. Exactly. <laughs> that was about three That's years right. ago. I can yeah. put in my headphones, walk around the house, and play, play, play. Yes. So she went from even leaves, whatever it is. Yes. Stalk them, you sneak up on them. Yep. And, and Learn to be quiet, and, step and, carefully, and find them. You know, spot them. So fast forward to last Thanksgiving. Good friend of mine said, "You know, want to take us hunting." Fast forward sure. two years, and so yes, <laughs> not years. long. So, anyway, we went out to the lease, and uh, he kind of took her under his wing and took her out. And first, you know, she's got a shotgun, so we look, we went turkey hunting, and uh, yes, the did, first one. I didn't one, think I could do it. She, you know, shot a turkey, feathers flew, but he, you know, he got away. 
he ran down a creek or something and got away. So then the next day, she shoots at another turkey with a rifle. Right. Blows it. It was walking and shot a little bit high and, and hit him right across the back. Just kind of creased it, but feathers flew. There was about three, four inches of feathers before you got the meat. And so he got away and then shot at a hog and, and wasn't loaded. Anyway, mishap, mishap, mishap. So the next morning, Davis says, okay, I'm going to take you out and we're going to go deer hunting. Before the sun came up, it was so early. Oh, oh my sure. God. And freezing cold. Uh-huh. But I was a good girl. I got up there in that blind and I was quiet. Sure. I had the rifle and it was ready. And uh, it was just David and I that were sitting in the blind. And I'm watching the sun come up, sitting there thinking, wow, this is absolutely gorgeous. It was so quiet. Right. And then I was looking through the scope and it was just beautiful along the horizon. And then I saw several deer walk up and over in a little bit of a clearing and in the uh i don't know the woods i guess and then there were several more and i'm looking through the scope and i thought oh my goodness i could actually get a deer uh-huh. and david the whole time was whispering in my ear telling me you know wait there's you know wait there's another one and i knew that uh there was a particular buck that he was looking for sure so i was afraid that was going to come up and i wouldn't know Anyway, the, a doe came up, and I, I knew that that was what I'd been training for, and I knew that I could do it. And uh, I said, can I, can I? And he was like, whenever you're ready, girl, do it. But then an, a larger doe came up, and uh-huh. I'm like, that's it. And I just <laughs> knew it. I knew that was for me, and I knew it, and I did exactly the way that they told me, and right. I fired. Well, David, and well, before she fired, David told her, you know, Wait, wait till it comes around because some other does were in front of it. Right. And so it got into clear shots, you know, broadside where she could shoot it. And he said, okay, when I tell you to shoot, you know, he told her where to shoot it on the shoulder and everything. Sure. He said, when I tell you to shoot, you shoot. Right. And, and so she's ready, and, you know. And so he goes, shoot. And she just, boom, you know, didn't hesitate, nothing. I didn't. And he, was, he was he was even more excited than I was. He was shaking. He was so excited. Wow. You got it. You got it. You got it. And I said, uh, you know, I've already had two turkeys and a hog get away from me. I will believe it when I see right. it. Right. I want to see the exact So the I was yeah. not going to let myself get excited. And right. he was over there just having a conniption. And I thought, you know, you're keep making all this noise. You're going to scare the buck away if he oh. does show up. Yeah. So then we had to sit there and wait. But his buck did not come, and finally he couldn't stand it anymore. And so he said, come on, let's go get your Had to get out of the blind. That's uh, right. Yeah. So we went, and I was I was very excited. That was a and, huge and, milestone for me. And I, I, they dropped me off in another blind before they went to theirs, and so I shot a doe. And so Tina comes up, and they come back to get me and uh, to get whatever I shot, and they go back and get hers. Right. So as soon as they pull up, Tina you know, sees my doe laying there, she goes, mine's bigger. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's great. Yes, I, I knew that. So now I'm ready for you, right. Dustin, to take me fishing. Oh, yeah. I can do that. Yes, absolutely. Work. That'll be yes. fun. So, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good time. So, what, salt water, fresh water, what, what's your preference on that? I would really like to do some salt water. Okay. Yes. I don't get to the coast that often, but I'll see what I can do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we want to we wanna, I've seen know, your videos, give you props though. and uh, thank you for all the... 
the work you do with kids. And Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Because we were talking the other day when I was down in Austin getting another certification, and uh, you were telling me about some of the programs that you do. Right. And it is just so impressive, so impressive the things that Thank you, you do. And and I've, I've got some more hooks to give to the kids. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I use those. Yeah, that's great. Um, and that's that's just I appreciate y'all's support over the years. I mean, I can't thank you both enough, and I've wanted to have both of y'all on this show for a while. And, and this is just perfect opportunity because I'm in your home court here. Now. Yes, so, yes you, you know, came up to our neighborhood. That's right. That's right. That's a three-hour drive uh, from from the south to me, but um, you know, coming up north and seeing you guys has just been great. So this has been a fantastic opportunity. Absolutely, so, absolutely. And congratulations on your podcast. And yeah, thank you. Success. Yeah, no, I'm awesome. excited. Um, do y'all have anything else to say in closing? Y'all are fantastic just, guests, by the just, way. Fun, not, <laughs> just, fear. Yes, right. fun afraid, not fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, try something. Give me a call. Uh, you know, you, surely there's a friend or a girlfriend that you have that sure. they shoot or, you know, look me up. Uh, I'll put your info in the show notes. How do people to find you on social media, right. Tina? And, um... And then, uh, you know, basically a little bit about both of y'all uh, and how you can find you on social media because I think it would be great for some of our listeners to, you know, have the chance to get out and, and uh, you know, experience that. You're in North Texas here, right, for the most right. part, the DFW right. area? Dallas, okay, cool. Rockwall, okay, cool. well, One parts. other thing that I do want to say is sure. for this is for the dads because I've had a lot of women tell me this. When they were kids, they're, you know, I had brothers. The dad wouldn't take them. Right, hunting and fishing. They take the brothers and make the girls stay at home. Right. Yes. That's, that's just totally wrong. Yeah. You know, if you have if you have a daughter, you know, you, you should take them. You know, and let them experience the outdoors, just like your sons. Yep. And because yep. the women I talked to really resented it. Yeah. And so. And now they're single and then, moms that need to take their sons right. out fishing, and they don't know how. Right. So. Yeah. So. Which is something I'm huge, you know, as you both know about getting kids in the outdoors, getting oh. kids involved. Yes. I mean, y'all, y'all both, you know, uh, uh, you know, give me support every time I try to make that message about, hey, you're doing good, and you know, we're proud of you, and that just that makes me even more, you know, excited to do that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, it's our future. I mean, it's, it's a good, yeah, exactly. future. It's the it, it's also the example you set, you know, right. and that that's what I've always been about. I've never been about look at me. I'm a great dad because I'm taking my kid out to shoot a crossbow or, or you know uh, go hunting or whatever. It's always been about setting that example for other dads to do likewise with right. their kids. Step You're never too busy. And well, and it's 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 so beneficial for the kids. Right. I mean, yes. it you get just them out can't of even the house. Ex- yeah. And kids are like little sponges, you know. They're they're sure. just. You take them out in the woods, whether you're hunting or not. If you just take them out hiking, right, and show them things, you know, like that's poison ivy or that's cactus or right. Don't step right. on those loose rocks. You could, sure, you know, it teaches them how Simple to be things. situational awareness. Is is starts, you know, basically from it goes playing, right back yeah, to that. Goes right yeah. back to that. Right, absolutely. And, Can't stress it enough. Know, Pay they, attention. And they they learn that activity. It'll keep them out of trouble, you right. know, because you know they they love doing it. And so they should spend more time, and you know, I think they should have, uh, you know, like soccer moms. They should have like outdoor moms, right? For right, you know, and have that activity, yeah. And, and really, because we, I can take any kid in the world, any like inner city kid, take them out sure. in the woods, take them fishing, and they all want to do it. But then after I've taught them and I hand them back to the parents, if the parents don't follow up. You know, basically, it, it, it works in the opposite because now the kid resents something because right. he can't go do it. Right. And right. he gets a bad feeling, you know. So, 
Yeah. Um, yes. You know, so. we need a follow-up program with, with yes. parents. So, so not okay. only learn, but teach your children as well. Sure. And it's a great time for parent-kid uh, activity, you know, when you're doing stuff together. Right. You know, you know that would just spend time with your own kid. Right. Yes. And so. Right. So we love watching you and listening to you. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, so we want to help. It's, it's, an, it's encouraging because it it teaches families, great family women, time. and dads right. to uh also teach their children yeah yeah teach your children well as the song goes absolutely that's yes those are the the ones that are going to uh be helping us and taking care of us right in our old age so yes we want to teach them well (laughs) that's right that's right that's for sure so well thank you guys so much for being a part of this well thank you for having you guys were great guests like i said and uh just thanks so much and I'll again put your information in the show notes so we can, uh, so other people can reach out to you and get to know you guys. Tina'sGunAcademy.com. Okay, cool, good deal. I'll definitely put that in the show notes too. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Dustin. Thank you. And there they go. I will put all the information in the show notes for Tina Jones and for Mike Moody. Um, this is just fantastic. Uh, the, the stuff that they're able to do with the. Um, Tina Guns Academy, or Tina's Gun Academy, I should say, and uh, the the different things and certifications that she has now to be able to teach. And just remember, a few years ago, she was afraid to touch a gun, and now she's teaching other women and empowering people, um, women and men both, to be safe and be responsible and be good shots and uh, uh, situational awareness and avoiding the wrong situations and all kinds of different things like that. So I really, my hat's off to both of these guys for the work that they do. And uh, really just great to call them friends. I mean, they're just fantastic folks. So anyway, check out check out Tina's Gun Academy if you are uh, in the Dallas area or North Texas area and want to um, want to check out some stuff. I wanted to definitely have them on the show. I could not make this trip to Dallas without having them on the show because uh, they're just an integral part of my life. They're very great supporters of mine, and uh, I've been supporters of theirs, and it all works out really nice. So the, the firearms industry is awesome. Uh, things are, are bouncing back from what they called the Trump slump years ago that we talked about at SHOT Show during the SHOT Show podcast. And if you want to listen to some good conversations between Chester Moore and I on conservation and hunting and that kind of stuff, go back and listen to those five podcasts or so that I did uh, with Chester and Dustin, uh, Dustin Ellerman and Chester Moore uh, back during the, the SHOT Show uh, stuff a few months ago. So that was a lot of fun doing that on location, just like I'm on location here. Um also, please be sure to download our, our podcast, uh, download our newsletters uh, to your email box. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, we also have, I forgot to mention this the first time I did the NRA podcast, the first show that I did. Also, make sure you, we're having a photo contest at fishgame.com. You can go to the photo contest tab and go through and uh, submit your photos. We have some awesome prizes for the winners of that particular photo contest, and uh, the way that you win is the amount of likes that you get on your particular photo. So if you want to submit those, check that out to fishgame.com. Check out fishgame.com to see more details on that, and you can check that out. Also, make sure, again, subscribe to our email newsletter. Uh, we, we do three a week, and they're fantastic. And if you, you're just now hearing this, I want to make sure you know that uh, we have those newsletters and they're fantastic to read. Uh, it's kind of like getting a mini magazine three days a week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So anyway, thank you guys so much again for telling a friend. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for your support over the years. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.